that's gonna sabotage me yes what's going on everybody welcome back to the power stroke tech talk podcast this is number 22 coming at you live we got some newcomers tonight uh returning reeling matt uh john who was on a podcast quite a few ago and special guest mr Vinny, john's brother but uh, you guys may all know Vinny from OCC, from the Discovery Channel show. And he's here. We're going to talk trucks. We're going to talk power strokes and uh, kind of just see where it goes. But I want to let everybody know first that who is listening, um, uh, people returning, people uh, who have not uh, seen or heard the podcast, you can check us out uh, now on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Apple, I'm sorry, Amazon Music, and TuneIn. I just screwed that all up. And big merchant, finally in. I've been waiting. New stickers. They're here. And special guest, Hot Shots. We have a special pack. I'm not going to talk too much yet. This is a sneak peek, sneak preview. We got a, a, a starter kit here. Um, and we're going to go over that uh, coming up soon. If you're listening to this, you're probably already going to know about it. But we have some sponsorships. So we're kind of excited. We're going to be somebody's ambassador. We're going to talk positivity and we're going to get into it talking about my favorite rigs on the road. Matt's smiling. DS is driving one right now. My man was plowing some snow. Uh, we're tired of snow. We're here in Michigan and we're getting snow. Why are you tired of snow? There's nothing I hate with snow. snow. I John, see snow. I see dollar signs. John, I'm gonna get, like he's I know about I'm gonna to go get plow. plow I'm or someone's gonna call me go mix up their plow shit, or someone's gonna bring something into the shop and it's just gonna be their front end is totally goosed. Literally, so, everybody plows except for uh, Vinny and me. We're like the only two plow people that like literally are not actively plowing right now. Well, I mean, you've watched yeah. Sean's videos. He doesn't really yeah. plow. He kind of just pushes the snow around. He just spreads it with a little broom. We respect. I don't got a back blade. Full on Raz sesh tonight. Full on Raz. Uh, so if you guys want to play along, we're gonna play a little drinking game. Anytime, well, obviously drink responsibly and be of age. But anytime uh, DS says four thirty gears or him and I get in a fight over oil viscosity, um, you're gonna have to yeah. take a sip. So you're gonna have to take a sip. I'll well, take one anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna take one anyway. Oh, Vinny, your drink's looking a little low, so you might want to fill up or have the bottle ready because by the end of this, I'm not sure if any of us are gonna be sitting in our chairs and might be laying on the ground. I just did my second oil change and my first fuel filter change yesterday. I just turned nine thousand miles. Uh I'm kind of I'm kind of, uh, I don't really have anything bad to say. I didn't see any more oil leaking. Did you fix your oil leak? No, not just, yet. You just let her go? Yeah, I just keep You're just too lazy car to do wash. it? Yeah, I just don't feel like doing it right now. It's like Yeah, that's like me and my truck. I could wash it and keep it from rusting more, or I could just leave all the salt on it, which is what I do. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know. Do you like working on your own, own shit, Vinny? Well, I, I, yeah, I enjoy working on my own stuff. Yeah, sometimes I just I do. It's like, uh, um, yeah, and I know it's tough to find time sometimes. Um, I know, I know. But uh, yeah, I do. But I don't like being rushed. You know, and I don't yeah. like working at my house because I'm not set up. You know, when you're set up so good at your shop, mm -hmm. like I am, you go to your house and you got like crap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you're taking tools home in a bag. It's like, oh shit, yeah. I got something. Oh man, I know. I hate that and, thing. And I do a lot of off-road stuff, so either snowmobiles, dirt bikes, stuff like that. And I don't feel like carting that stuff over to my shop. So what, I'm like, uh, what, what's uh, what's what's your shop about? What 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 do you what do you got going on there? It's pretty much mostly just uh, automotive repair. Okay, um, right. You know light trucks some medium trucks um but i try and stay away from the medium just because mm -hmm. i end up working on them outside because mm -hmm. my shop's yeah. just not big enough you know yeah i can do that out when it's nice out don't want to be doing that when it's slopped and yeah you know how that goes yeah it gets, exactly. gets old yep um what do you uh you get your fair share of power strokes you you get six sevens and stuff or not too many um you know, I, I see a, a shift, a lot of uh, gas motors coming back. You know what I mean? For a while, diesel, everybody wanted diesels. And the landscapers, I never really figured out, you know, running these diesels going from lawn to lawn. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, yeah, I get some. I don't have many 6.7s. Um, you know, a lot of vacuum pumps on them things. Oh, okay. The, you okay. know, oil, oil leak on a vacuum pump. Yeah. On them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every one of them, every, every one of them's low on antifreeze when I get them. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know where the antifreeze goes on them things. And it's not just a power stroke thing. Even their gas motors. Every time I do even a service on a Ford, <laughs> the antifreeze is low. They I just, they, they like you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where it goes. <laughs> I don't know where it goes. <laughs> I didn't see no leaks. Yeah. Right. yeah. It just evaporated. I can, I can tell you where it goes a lot of times. <laughs> well, no, I know on a six, sevens. Yeah. Yeah. Luscious locks is where it goes. They're magnet. Mm -hmm. this hair i tell you what i hate getting <laughs> coolant up on me if it's like oil if you had a choice between oil diesel fuel coolant what would you want on you like i don't want diesel fuel None. on me like no diesel fuel no diesel fuel Neither i don't want really. diesel fuel on uh, me. i'd probably take the coolant only because it's water soluble and it washes off yeah i think i would too i just yeah slimy. yeah it is slimy, but you can rinse it off with water and you're done. And oil. You don't want the oil, I'll tell you that. Oh. Oh. You know what else oh. is really stinky? It's power steering fluid. Yeah. I just had to get open up. A or brake fluid. Brake fluid is so nasty. Yeah. yeah. They're all nasty, oh. you know. No, That's nothing slippery. tops. Nothing slippery. tops friction modifier. Yeah. Oof. Oh. Oof. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah, if you want to play a joke on somebody and you really want to get under their skin, make sure to... Spread some. I um, I heard a story like someone that dumped a uh, a whole case of friction modifier in his neighbor's garage because his neighbor kept pissing him off. What? Oof. Yeah, I work with some nice people. That's that's <laughs> brutal, man. Oh. That's brutal. I'm stuff. Yeah, I've done it before to one of my friends as a joke is uh, gear oil on her windshield oh. in the winter. Let me tell you what. That's I regretted it as a friend. It was mean. I didn't realize how mean it was mean. until John, you know who that was? It was Jack Moskva. 
and uh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i know who that guy was yeah and uh yeah it was like a joke but let me tell you what and it wasn't even his car it was his mom's he was just oh car. no this is back in the day this was i think 89 90 it was a grand prix she just got it oh, and i'll tell you what bummer. he went through so many car washes trying to get that off and it was in the winter time i feel bad for that car wash oh All right <laughs> oh my god yeah that, that's a nasty joke Oh man! There's also yeah. was some some grease in a gas cap, wasn't there, Ray? Oh yeah, yeah, black lithium grease. Ah. Um, yeah, man. Put that gas, in the cap. gas cap. Well, in the gas cap door. Yeah. So he'd open it up and get it all over his hands. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, we used to we used to have a really big problem with pranking each other like that, you know. But, that and we used to do the um the old uh <laughs> the blinker wire to the horn wire, you know, just a little oh. quick jumper. <laughs> or the high beam. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I did it to one of my friends, and he was a spaz. And um, we did it with his high beams, and he never correlated what happened. So when he turned on his high beam, the horn went off. And the dude just opens his hood and starts pulling fuses. And he's like, he didn't realize that was when he turned on his high beam. Yeah, he ended up effing up his whole car. I felt bad. Oh, man. <laughs> That's yeah. too funny. Yeah, yeah those that's uh when you're in a shop environment or or situations like that, you know, with your buddies, that's you get oh like, yeah, it's Frank Central stores. Or even yeah. I'm sure, you know, at yeah. the shop when you work with the boys doing the bikes and you know you said with oh, the yeah. balls and stuff like I'm, do we got stuff you know you you flinging stuff or kicking stuff or yeah we found stuff. we found it. A taser in a used car once and oh, um, come on are you serious <laughs> that's not good yeah that <laughs> that's you mean, it was, so was a taser like you shoot it like a gun or was it the handheld no, one no it was like you could sneak up to someone real quick and the handheld and you push it up oh, against their body oh yeah, yeah. it was so <laughs> rude, but it was so funny ouch that's, yeah, yeah. Well, you're not getting it done to you. It's funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm that kind of guy. That's brutal. Yeah, you don't want to be on the negative end of that. As long as it's not happening to me, it's funny. <laughs> I don't know. All we do in the shop now, we just we just hide from each other. Because, I mean, like, our dealership's massive. So we'll just pop out. And it's always when you're carrying something heavy. I always oh, yeah. just kind of follow each other and wait for them to come back. And next thing you know, there's like 400 pounds of rotors laying on the ground. And you're underneath it. And you're Ooh. both... Just sitting there laughing. I remember time. one year it was so hot. Oh my god, it was it had to have been like a hundred degrees, man. We went and bought water balloons. Man, it was it was good, but it was not good. <laughs> it was uh refreshing, but like it just so you say, you know, big shop, you just pop out of nowhere. Whoosh. Yeah. Whoosh. DS. Yeah. Why did you go to? dark on us? No, I just had to like pull out my phone and use my map and GPS and everything because I'm kind of like a little bit distracted. As far so, as uh, are you plowing like, tonight? No, I got my last house here and it's like kind of by itself because I plowed this lot. So it's kind of like a big lot and then it's uh, this house, but I'm not doing a lot right now. It kind of sucks. I got to do the house by itself, but kind of works out that way sometimes uh, but, the joys uh, of snow plowing th some of the things you hate doing some of the jobs you hate doing listen like, snow plowing is not so bad when it's not for a living like i have yeah. to plow my shop i don't mind it but yeah, yeah when i used to do it for a living it gets monotonous that'd be different 
Yeah. 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 I'm too detail oriented. Somehow we always want to fix everything that broke. Yeah. 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 Seriously. It's like a, I don't you, know, it's still you it's still fun for me. I'm only a few years in. I don't, you know, it's a it's a little bit annoying. Where like today was annoying because it's like one inch, barely, and it's ah. I wouldn't like even hit snow, on that. Snow. Most guys don't hit until like two inches over here. Right. You know, you gotta if you don't salt the business and the ground temps are cold, you ain't gonna ice. Yeah. So business wise, even an inch, we always salted. We didn't touch driveways though. It depends on the inch though. If it's like a good healthy inch, I'll scrape uh, and salt. But if it's real fluffy and it's like like this, this is real light. Yeah, I just burn it. Thing. Burn it with salt. Burn it. Well, they are salt all can't my, fix. That's like leaf blown material. Yeah, right. All my commercial properties, it's so light that they already melted because they were already salted. Yeah, right. Because after I plow, I already I salt after I plow, so they already pretty much melted. I'll probably have to salt when they open on Monday. So. Mm. Definitely don't miss that. Touch. I know I'm doing a 6.4 engine right now. I'm doing a, a studded long block that I'm I'm putting a in. A 6.4? Yeah. It's a boom truck. So <laughs> it the motor's junk, and I, I needed to pull the cab. So I had to, you you know, the thing started and ran poorly, but it started and I was able to move the boom. So instead of, you know, the boom being parallel with the truck, it's going, you know, this way. So I get the cab off and it's like, it's all right. I just, the six, four, those things are. That's the thing about the newer trucks or the newer boom trucks, at least, or anything that is hydraulics is most of them have like a, dc pump now yeah the new ones yeah these old ones it's like oh, it's locked up because that's what i yeah that's what i used on the 2019 that decided to put a couple windows in its block and its oil pan i know a question that i get asked about a lot and it's kind of i don't know it's not something a question i would get really asked a lot about it's not truck related what kind of hoist do i use I'm like, like, the, like the brand. Okay. Yeah. Just what kind of hoist do okay, I use? Oh, I don't know. And it's like, interesting. And I think I, I got, no, I think I have a, a, um, a note written down on my toolbox at work. Cause I want to go around and I want to show the kind of hoist we got, you know, the big boy truck hoist that I use uh, across the shop. We got some really, really nice 12,000 pound hoist. Man, I would really love to get my hands on one of those, you know, picking up cars, Mustangs, Shelbys, um, picking up a Super Duty, lifting a cab. I mean, pretty much is 18,000 pound overkill. If you want to, if you want to pick up a boom truck, go ahead. Yeah. But sometimes I'd say if you want to pick up almost any medium duty truck, you need to have at least a 15. Yep. Now them columns, man. Dude, I love me my columns. Them columns are where it's at. I love some columns. I just haven't pulled a cab with one yet. No, I well actually I have question. Oh, you did pull it. Someone's asking me what is a good truck to uh, start hot shotting. Commons. Four fifty. Commons. Four fifty. Three fifty. Well, I mean. Dula. If you're going to hot shot, wouldn't you go new, right? I don't know. When you want to have a new truck? 2012. Cummins. 
2012. <laughs> last year, last year, no DEF. Oh, yeah, last year, no emissions. That's yeah, yeah, I'll tell them that 2012 comments. Do they have emissions up where you guys are at? Yeah, I mean, what are you talking about? Like, uh, like you gotta inspection? go get it. Yeah, you gotta yeah, get like you have to do tests and, and you get your tags or whatever. Well, it's no, it, they don't have to be plugged in or anything like that. Diesel it, is uh, visual only. Yeah, visual. Yeah, um, we're but not what's called DEMA. DEMA is a diesel metropolitan area. Oh, okay. and um, that's Rockland County and down in the city. They all actually have. Yeah, they. Emissions testing. We don't. Is have that, that just to like to have your truck registered there? Or just to go into the city? No, state inspection. Okay. State inspection, yeah. Yeah. If, you're, if your diesel's under 8,500, though, then you know what you have to plug it in on the GVW? You know, I, I've never inspected, like, a half-ton diesel yet. Or, yeah. A, yeah, like a Ram Eco diesel? Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, it's got to be. 8,600 yeah. GVW and under. It's got to be plugged in. Oh, like something in the tailpipe? No, just no, it, it no, just goes like through the diagnostic there. connector. But it, um, it reads if there's any... Check engine light on, anything oh, like that. Anything's really? not working right. Yeah. So is it like uh like something that the state provides you to use or yep. is it just something Yeah, no, it's a state computer. No kidding. With a camera on it and everything. With a oh. camera on it? Yeah. But my you camera tends my my, t my camera tends to end up behind the computer all the time. It must fall off easy. <laughs> Interesting. You know what else do you, That's you weird. That's factory like, tune. That's like all my guns that just jumped off my boat one day. Yeah. yeah, strange. So I mean, it reads ready, ready monitors, readiness monitors, and stuff. So if somebody clears a light, you know, it's not going to go through. Um, if there's a light on. So. Oh wow, wow, yeah, we don't have. Uh, fortunately, we don't have anything no, have like that. Zero emissions. It's here. uh, I mean, I remember back in the the early '90s, my parents having to take you know the the minivan up to the 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 service station and they had to stick that gas analyzer yeah. in the tailpipe that's what well, i remember yeah, yeah back you know back in the day but i mean i think connecticut uses that don't they john do they i don't know if they still do With they, they, you really don't need it anymore you no know? you don't yeah they used to it's self-diagnostic yeah well yeah I guess if, they were, if they were putting gas analyzers on vehicles in the 90s can you imagine how many will just fail RoboCop. Yeah, yeah, ro <laughs> RoboCop. You're gonna have to. You're gonna yeah, have to. Like RoboCop or what? <laughs> it barely, like, barely works. He sounds like he Ned from South Park. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you're gonna have to. You're gonna, you're gonna have to leave and come back. That, that oh. emissions testing really puts a lot of cars in the scrapyard. Oh, it really does. Yeah. It also makes a lot of money for the repair shop too. Yeah, a lot of cars that are really not in bad shape end up getting junked. You guys because remember of... that cash for clunkers? Oh yeah. You remember that having to do That was really sad. Yeah, it was. It was sad seeing a lot of good cars go, you know, have a motor seized up, you know. <laughs> you know, like you could t perfectly you could I get it. This. I get it, but I don't get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense in certain ways, but I mean, there's a lot of good vehicles out there that were just destroyed. Oh, I heard so many stories. That just was bad. excellent, oh. excellent stories of like, yeah, we uh, we got a Saturn, whatever ion traded in, and this is when the six fours were still shooting flames out of the tailpipes during a regen. He's like, you have no idea how many body panels got melted on that thing until they picked yeah. it up and scrapped it. Wow, <laughs> yeah. pretty good. Well, those are old days.
So you guys still seeing six four? I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't see any. I see more six liters than six fours. I mean, they're pretty much mm-hmm. out of my business. I don't have one customer to six four. Well, we're we still four have like seven. So we yeah, well, hey, yeah, you're a four dealership. Yeah. I'm sure you're still seeing. Yeah, I mean, shoot. We'll help you bring in uh, IDIs. Uh, can you work on my 93? It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Some guy yeah, asked me if he could bring so. his 69 in. Wow. Jesus. Long what do you time. say when a guy brings in a 93? Yeah, we'll work on it. Yeah. It's going to wow. be a Rockets. little harder. I Those mean, things well, aren't no, it's, a, it's still a, what, what diesel engine is a 93? Is that's like no, uh, that's pre like seven three like, it's like Mechanic. no turbo. Yeah, it's before Mechanic power injection. stroke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, non turbo. Probably those I've seen, I've seen those run on uh, like fry oil. They're relatively simple, no power. Stinking. I drove one for a while. It was like it couldn't go eighty. Dude, I've heard people say those things are simple and easy to work on, and they still yeah, can't they figure run. them out. And you can't kill them. You cannot kill them. Oh, I've seen those things killed before. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can kill them. Oh, okay. All you they have to do care, is give them. They don't take care of the coolant. They'll, they'll die themselves. Yeah, they'll just eat themselves. Yep. The they one that I drove them. had, like, no fluids in it. It was, like, leaking trance, leaking oil. Just, just I don't know. They're gutless. They, it was very ghost. They don't go. Yeah, all the old diesels are like that. Understand back then, they're one of the fastest things on the road, diesel wise. Remember that, Vinny? Yeah, I do. Remember Frank's? Yep, they were fast back then. Yep. You guys I know. were all too young. The rest of you guys are too young to know. And diesel in what? In trucks or? Trucks. Compared to a yeah. 6.2 GM, that thing was a rocket. Really? Yeah, remember that? Remember oh. that 6.2 GM? That thing was so slow. Yep. I'm telling you, the 7.3 and 6.9 Fords were the king in their day. Yeah, they were. They really were, you know? Yeah, when that came out, that was like, people were like floored by it. Everybody wanted it. Yep. No kidding. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. before my time. I remember Frank's was a 1983 F250 Damn. XLT. You remember that? Uh, it was a 6.9 and a standard transmission. That thing was a powerhouse. And he was uh, talking about, remember he had a plow on it. He's like, you don't even got to touch the gas. Just drop the plow and it goes, you know? It was funny. <laughs> I still remember riding that truck. Yeah. That truck, I'm telling you, that truck. those trucks for, in their day were very fast. Yeah, in their day, yes. Yeah. So but, the, you know, the comparison, you know, is all relevant. There wasn't yeah. much to compare it to. Right. You got to figure back then, a small block had 150 horsepower in a truck. Yeah. You know, a 351 or a 350 Chevy had 150, 160 horsepower back then. What what, what was it? A, a long bed? Yes. Long bed, yeah. regular cab. Regular cab. Everything was regular cab back then. Was it? Really? Wasn't it red oh, with a silver brake in the middle? What's that? Wasn't it red on the top and bottom with a yeah. silver brake in the middle? Yep. Remember that? I remember that truck. And they, they sat up. They were stout looking. Yes. They had them tall, skinny tires. They sat up really good. I mean, that, that truck is, yeah, they, they were, that was the shit back then. Yeah. What kind of front ends did they have? Was it the I-beam? No, it was solid axle. No, those were right. Solid with That was a twin traction beam. Oh, it was? Yeah, that was a 250. That had the, the twin traction Oh, that's beam. right. Yeah, with the CVs, right? Yes. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, yeah. I got an '83 F-150, but it's a little baby truck. It's not a, it's not no little, no big Super Duty or not Super Duty, but 250, 350. Is it a 300 engine? Yep. I love those things. It's a little. Yeah, baby they're good. Truck. They're good motor. Little baby it's truck. Ju- four by four, four by four, uh, uh, automatic. 
no power, anything, no rate, uh, AM radio, one speaker, only simple and reliable. Yeah, only floor and defrost. Yep. No tack. <laughs> it's a. Uh, I got it from my neighbor. I actually I lived next to for uh, the last fifteen years. He was an older gentleman, and he bought it uh, uh, as a retirement gift to himself in the November of '82. And you know, for the last thirty years, he's shimmied between the truck and his lawnmower and he's just like you know what i'm done i'm uh i'm not i'm not shimmying past this thing anymore and he's like i'm calling mother waddles Damn. Do, you, do you guys know what mother waddles is Damn it's one of those car donations that you can get a tax write-off for I'm like, all right <sighs> mr ed please don't call mother waddles how much do you want this thing's got 8,000 miles on it. You're not calling Mother Waddles. 8,000 miles? 8,000. 8, so I'm in like straight preservation mode and like everything's original. I had to replace the carb because it had sat. So I ordered a carb from Summit. It's like the exact rebuilt of right. that carb. Um, I had to put a, a mechanical fuel pump on the side because it was leaking. I had to put a water pump on it. And just a you know few odds and then you know bullshit, but uh, I mean, yeah. Wow. Freed up his garage, oh, saved dude. a truck from going to I don't know where that would have went. Uh, I had to yeah. do that too. I kind of had to do that to a customer when I worked at the Cowie dealership when I was like eighteen. This older guy, he must have been in his eighties. Brought his bike and it wouldn't start. <laughs> I think it was, uh, what is it? Is it an 81 Midnight Maxim? It's an 83. I don't remember. Regardless, guy's wife calls. She's like, you're going to tell him it's broken because I don't need him riding that thing anymore. Long story short, I bought the bike off of him for like 600 bucks and um, made that guy very sad until, oh. I, put, until I put a Max 4-in-1 exhaust on it we did like single pod filters on it what else did i do i think i did like some drag specialty bars on it whatever this that and the other ironically the guy was neighbor to one of my friends so i'm like oh i know where he is i'll bring it over to it to him and show it to him and i think i brought a tear to that guy's eye because he's like that's what i've always wanted to do with that bike and my wife wouldn't let me and i'm like wait a minute wait a minute Wait a minute. Your wife wanted you to get rid of this thing because she thought you were going to die on it. Yo, wussy. <laughs> you got any bikes, Vinny? But... Nah, off-road bikes. Dirt bikes. Um, I got, actually, I got, a, I, got a, I, got a, I got a bunch of scooters. Yeah. I got six scooters. scooters. Yeah. I, yeah, I got a, I got a silly infatuation with scooters. Like, okay, um, what kind of scooters? Like what? You like, got like six Vespa scooters? Yeah, I got, I got a... I got a um, a 2008, that's my newest one. It's a uh, Vespa 250. That thing cranks. I mean, it's 250cc, liquid cool fuel injection. You know, it'll do 80. Wait, hold on. Um, they got oh. they got new Vespas? Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah, they still go. Vespa, Vespa Piaggio is... Oh, no way. I yeah. thought Vespa was like only a... I mean, I, I don't know a lot about them. I just thought they were old. Yeah, it, it's the Xerox of scooters. You know, everybody calls every scooter a Vespa, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right, um, right, right, but right. no, no, it's an Italian company. Um. But um, my Vespa's awesome. Um, I got a Honda Elite 250, an 84. Oh, I mean, uh, oh, unit. it's it's yeah, it's it's unit. so horrible. It's great. 
it's, it's got a foot brake pedal. I was, gonna, I was just going to say, does it oh, have the foot brake? It's got the foot brake. Oh, you got to see me hang wheelies on this thing. It's great. <laughs> So I got that. I got a um a Yamaha Vino 125. Um, that yeah, that's a that's a great scooter. I, I that's still currently registered and everything. Scooters um, are fun. They are. You know why? Because you just you smile when you ride them all the yeah. time. Oh, you do. Yeah. You know, it's just they're they're great. I got um I got a Zuma 50 Yamaha Zuma. Zuma's a good one. Yeah, and I got a Yamaha a Yamaha uh, Vino 50. Which is nice about that is the same power plant as the Zuma, but they restrict it. They weld, it's funny, from the factory, they weld a washer in the exhaust. So it's got like, I'm not even kidding, like a half inch hole in a washer in the exhaust. And they put, so it's a, it's a CVT transmission, kind of like a snowmobile, you know. It's, 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 so they put a spacer in the front clutch so it can't close all the way. So it restricts it to like 25. And like in 15 minutes, you grind the space, the the washer out of the exhaust, <laughs> take the spacer out of the clutch, and then all of a sudden, thing freaking flies, you know. That's but I got one of them, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and I actually got a. I just last year I bought a Honda Goldwing. Oh wow! Yeah, because okay. Okay. you know what? I haven't rode on the road in a while because it's just sketchy, man. Nobody's paying yeah, attention out there. I I'm never. I don't feel that good on the road because I'm just. If you're not having a hundred percent fun when you're riding on the road with what's sense, you know? Yeah. So I kind of quit for a lot of years and my wife just last year, she's like, you know what? You should look into getting another bike. I'd really like to start riding. Um, so I was like, all right, there's only one bike. If I'm going to ride at this point in my life, I'm, I'm riding a Goldwing because they're just, Damn. they're just, they're, it's like, it's the caddy of bikes. You know what I mean? So it's, a couch, you're, it's a couch going down the road. It really is. It really is. I mean, I could go at 60, 70, and I can have a conversation with my wife without even a mic. It's that quiet. You know what I mean? Uh, I've never been on none, one of them. Yeah. it's it's it, They're amazing. So, what, what color is it? It's like a, it's a blue, but it's like a deep blue Ooh, metallic. Yeah, I like it. it. I yeah, like it's awesome. Blue. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's awesome. And I bought it used. It's a, um, it's a uh, 2007. You know, you can pick one up for like 10 grand, 12 grand, and you got a freaking bike. And this has got 20 something thousand. And it's funny when I found out about looking for gold wings, most guys got like 150, 200,000 on these things. Because they real? They're a six cylinder too. No they're, they're, they're a flat six cylinder and they just they run forever. You know what I mean? People really uh, pour on these things. So what is it? How is it to take uh like to do maintenance on that? Is it just one oil that's like the uh, transmission oil and the yeah, oil it's or? all yeah, one oil. Okay, okay. yeah, that's engine cool. and transmission oil. That's cool. Um, yeah, there's not really. I mean, it's not, the shaft drive, you know, it's got a rear diff oil. Um, <laughs> you know, there's not really much to go wrong. And they got smooth, smooth as yeah. It's it's an eighteen hundred cc. Oh, cruise control, radio, everything. Damn. And it's eighteen hundred cc six cylinder, so it's. Super small pistons. Damn. So smooth. Yeah, smooth as glass, but a six on. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's literally like, you know, wow. it's, you can probably balance a nick on the motor, you know? Wow. My favorite thing about those gold wings is that they have the, the little reverser to help you mm -hmm. come up if you're up against a curb and it's pointed down. Oh, you know what? Because the bike's heavy. Yeah, you, what you do is, yeah, you click a little button and it uses the starter motor to run it in reverse. What? Yeah, so you hit a button, it locks the clutch in. And you hit the hit the starter button, and it just and backs you up. Because if you're on a little bit of a downhill, 
you ain't pushing that thing backwards oh, while you're sitting on it. Oh, so the bike's not on when you're doing this? No, so, the bike's on. Oh, really? Yeah, bike's running. Yep, just hit oh, this one shit. button. Wow, it kind of deactivates the start. Sweet. Yeah, cool. it is. It's a nice setup, you know? So, And it's got tons of storage, you know, the saddlebags and everything. Oh, yeah. And, but... you know, Harleys are cool, but they're kind of like, you know, if you want luxury, you're not going to buy one. You know, that's kind of like a look at me bike. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So how yeah. how comfortable were those bikes to ride when you guys were making them? The custom bikes, not yeah. really that comfortable at all. <laughs> they were basically really just made there. No, <laughs> no. Now when I when I I left there in 07 and I started my own company, I called it V Force Customs. We built a couple bikes, and I was really focused on building, you know, um, functional bikes. And I built this one bike for a company in uh, Jersey. It was called Geese Chasers. And I used the Harley 103 cubic inch motor that was balanced. It's got balance shafts in it because that was old. Everybody uses antiquated, archaic motors, you know? Sound good. And uh, they, they vibrate and all that crap. So I put a balanced motor. I made this bike 100% user friendly. And it was just, it was awesome. I really focused on that. And it was good. But we did that for a couple of years, but I kind of, that went to the wayside. <laughs> I do remember seeing those bikes on TV. I don't, yeah. I don't, I wasn't watching the show, but I did kind of like tune in from time to time just to see the bikes. Yeah. But I was like, well, yeah, you I mean, probably didn't want to deal with the drama. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know because I was only like 15. The like, spider, yeah. like the spider, like the black. Dude, I was just going to say. Is that what it was called? That's what I read. Well, yeah, the Black the, Widow. The Black Widow. I was going yeah. to go to my parents' house because I think when I was in like third grade, I got a little die cast one for my birthday and I. When I heard you were going to be on, I was, I was just going to sneak that thing in and be like, dude, <laughs> you're my guy. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, we went out to Michigan a couple times, man. Yeah. Yeah, we had a good time. I always said, if I didn't live where I lived, if I had to live away from a coast, I would live in Michigan. Just because every time I went there, there was motorheads, tons of motorheads. Motor City, and, baby. Motor yeah. City. And, and if it wasn't motorheads, it was snowmobilers. I've always been a big snowmobiler. Tons of it. We got some so, snowmobiling. Yeah. And I was just like, that was my thing. And every time I went there, I always had the best time. So it's awesome. I love Michigan. Yeah, you always told me that. You loved it there. I did. Loved yeah. it. Yeah. You, yeah, you had some turnout there too, right? Never, didn't one of the highways almost get shut down? Like, did you had Yeah, we did. We had a great turnout. Yeah. That was just, we just had so much fun. I built that bike for Fred out there too, remember? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We did the on yeah. out there. That, that was just, we just always I'm had a great chopper. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Mm, time cycles. What, what do they call people from Michigan? What are they, Michiganders? Oh, Michiganders, yeah. Michiganders, yeah. Is that what it is? I, I yeah. heard yeah. someone call me a Michiganian once, and I'm Michi like, huh? What, you call what? <laughs> I do what? I mean, just call me like a troll or a fudgy or something. <laughs> don't offend well, you. Really, you really, you really don't hear. You really don't hear the term Michigander around the Detroit area. You kind of hear it out. You only, you only hear that when the governor is talking about. I us. was just gonna yeah. say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Our fellow Michiganders. <laughs> what a gretch. Yeah, but I anyway. I always had a good time out there, man. That was great. Yeah, Michigan it has its ups and downs. I'm sure it does. Yep. Yeah, I just get tired I, of the snow. I don't dude, like playing in it. Look at it this way: there, there are Ugh. no animals here, or reptiles, or anything, bugs that are going to kill you. Yeah, right. 
you're, we might yeah. get the occasional rogue twister and you got to go down in your Frady hole. I'm saying that for all of our Oklahoma, Mississippi, Kansas people. They'll know what I'm talking about. Like there's not really yeah. anything that. No, that's kind of like where we are too. Same thing. I mean, yeah. you might get the occasional rogue like bear or, you know, cougar and not the kind that you see stumbling home from the bar, but it's <laughs> nothing more than that. <laughs> let me, let me ask you this though. In your area, are you, are you in an area where they make you put like a cap on your truck? Like, yeah, somebody was can. telling me a cap. That. What do you mean a cap? Like a, like top, a, like, put a, like, a like a topper, or like a tonneau cover. No, I think you got to. I think it was a guy from the New York area. Yeah. I don't know. If, I forget where you, and he was saying, you got to put like a cat, like you can't just have a pickup bed. You've got to put a thing on it. Like a, or it's considered like it, a work truck or something. If you got to make it look, uh, to make it look like an SUV. I never heard of that ever. Have you John? I've only heard of it. Man, never, you know, if you want to drive an HD truck, like on the Iconic or the, yeah, I've seen that. Yes. There's certain roads. The passenger plate. And if it's above 5,500 pounds empty, the only way to get around that, they used to put a cap on it, bolt it on permanently, and then you could tag it and drive like on the, the parkways and expressways. Like yeah, uh, but yeah. That's it. Besides that, I've never I've never heard yeah, of that. That's some crazy stuff. I can't but, deal. Yeah, because there's certain roads. Yeah, you can't drive so on. So like, if you're in New York, though, there are a lot of parkways. If you don't use them, you got to take the commercial routes, and it's a lot longer and they're a lot busier. You know. Oh. Yeah. So like, if you put a routes. cap on it, then like, what do you? What is it? Uh, it's an SUV. Is that what it is? Well, if if Half tons you can do anything with. If it's fifty five hundred pounds or empty, yeah, lighter you can put a, a pasture plate on it. But if the truck so, weighs fifty five hundred pounds, it has to have a commercial plate, unless you have a cap permanently affixed to the truck. Oh, I understand. So like you could okay. you couldn't take an F two fifty and drive on the Taconic Parkway with it. Let's say the ten thousand mm-hmm. pound truck. 250, what, a two fifty can be a ten thousand pound truck. Although I used to take my my. My GM or my Chevy, my twenty five hundred on there. Remember when I used to go down to yeah. Westchester every freaking yeah. when my daughter was in the hospital. Yeah. So wait, and, is it is your? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say I used to go down that Parkway all the time. I never got nabbed, but I used to do it. Oof. So do they yeah. put you in a CDL to it above ten thousand pounds or at like at, at ten thousand pounds? For what? Gross vehicle weight rating. I know some areas are like. If you come to ten thousand pounds, you you've got to have a CDL. No, it's over eighteen thousand. Am I right, John? Is it eight? Twenty six. Twenty six. Oh, twenty six. That's okay. where we are. Twenty six oh one. Yeah, it's federal. Yeah. Is that federal? Yeah. Uh, At twenty six thousand well, one, you need a CDL. Ask Brain Man. Yeah, I know. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Big Bro. Ask Big hey, Bro. Vinny, you know what's funny? Um, Sean DS is obsessed with oil. Uh-huh. You know. Tell him what oil you're using your Vespa, what it recommends in the factory. Oh, the Rotella? Yeah, it's like a Rotella. I, I do. Yeah. It, it, that's, that's, you know what? You It's funny. You remember more than me because yeah. I put so little miles on that thing in the last five years. I don't think I've changed the oil in the last five years. I, was <laughs> I probably got like 100 miles on it in the last five years. <laughs> yeah, I was telling Sean they recommend the T6 Rotella in the, in the Vespa, you know, in the scooter. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, you were saying that that oil is yeah. good for a lot of stuff. Even Let, listen, if you're gonna if you're gonna beat up oil, I took that Vespa from New York to Ocean City, Maryland, right on the highway, ninety five hundred RPM the whole way, oh, wide God. open down the down the Jersey Turnpike, eighty miles an hour. Let me tell you what, if you're gonna if you're gonna put something through its paces, 
It's basically like being on a dyno for five hours. So <laughs> no let me tell you, bullshit. no bullshit. Was that when Daddy borrowed my big block mini? Yeah, you remember that? He had your eighty-one hundred pulling that trailer. Yeah. I rode that. I rode that Vespa down to Ocean City, Maryland, and back. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would have been hilarious. I'm, like, just, yeah. I'm just picturing this right now, and I'm liking it. <laughs> I'm really like Listen, it. let me tell you what. When I was in the mode of going to bike shows and stuff, there was nothing better than having a scooter because, like, everything yeah. is just mob and there's bikes everywhere. And you got a scooter, you're just, you can go anywhere you want. You go around traffic, you go over curbs, you go anywhere you want. Oh, that was like, a, was like our lie. bloodline. You, you get me on a scooter, I'm king shit. I think yeah. I'm, I'm just king of the world. Yeah. Big smile on the horn like an idiot. Me, 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 me. They wouldn't <laughs> mind one of those face. like ruckuses or those Honda Groms. Those are yeah. pretty, uh, I've been trying to find my cool girlfriend. Well, you know what? A matching pair of elites. There's a whole cult. There's a cult of Honda Ruckus owners. Is there? Where, yeah, where they, they like totally mod them out, stretch them, customize uh, them. Yeah, they, they, they go crazy, man. I actually... So, yeah. <laughs> I ran. Are we getting the snow or not? Oh, they talking. You you keep talking. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know what they were saying. Around. No, they pussyfooting around. I was I was down in Ocean City, Maryland, with my Vespa 250, and uh, and there was a whole group of Honda Ruckus owners that kind of like, kind of you know saw who we were, and they were like, "Oh man, cool." We were all hanging out, and they were like all modded out. And they're only like 50 cc's, but they had all like engine swaps in them and everything. I end up drag racing a couple of them with my 250, and they freaking walked my ass <laughs> in these little ruckuses, man. They were like, they were they they, they take that shit seriously, man. It was funny. Oh, do you remember yeah. the night we went to the concert in Albany, and you had that little scooter in your trunk, and you whipped it out, and we were stuck in traffic, and you flew up and down. We were stuck on the sixth floor of a parking garage for like an hour. And I'm with Vinny. We went to a concert. He opens the trunk of his Beretta, and out comes this little scooter. Oh, yeah. You remember that? It was, was, was my go-ped. That was the funniest <laughs> thing i ever seen. My brother is flying up and down six stories of a parking garage around parked cars, and everybody's cheering him on, screaming. I forgot about that until you just said that. Yeah, that man. Was a, that was the funniest thing i ever seen you do, because <laughs> I can hear you going up and down. I'm on top of your car, and I hear you going every, every circle, every level. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny man that's a long time ago that Beretta was a 92 we drove that thing there with with my tires off my car that i gave you that weren't balanced and we we're going down the thruway you make a turn the car would shake Beretta. Depending oh, on how far oh. well okay let me just give you a little quick rundown on this Beretta. I, I i'm infatuated i always had a nice car my whole life and i've always had a winner beater you know but this Beretta was one of those things that I bought for 50 bucks. It had no reverse. It was just beat, had a ton of miles on it. I threw a junkyard tranny in it, and I rebuilt the tranny for a guy. He couldn't pay me, so he gave me this nitrous kit. I threw this nitrous kit on this Beretta. It was a 70 drop. It was a dry kit. That's and, awesome. And I used to spray this freaking car as a daily driver every day because <laughs> my best friend used to deal nitrous. So I would just fill my tank, and he would oh spray. And this car lasted for it. It was so funny, and it was just—it was just like you know, I just put a smile on my face, and I'd go to work. Oh, you take off, let me spray it. Hey, <laughs> Vincy. <laughs> oh my! Well, you'd have someone hey, in the passenger seat, and you're just looking at him. Should I do it? 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 <laughs> 
that was a, it was a fun car, man. I just I did it because I really didn't care, and it just lasted forever. So it was so, funny. Speaking of cars, uh, you got any cool rides or any? Uh... No, I really don't. You know what I got? I got <laughs> my nicest ride is a, a 2015 Chevy Express 2500 uh, oh. conversion van. Oh, yeah, the extended conversion van, nine oh. passenger, leather TV. Yeah, so because you know what, I got four young kids. Well, I'm not gonna say young. My oldest is 17. My youngest oh. is 10. Is it all wheel drive? No, because the oh, 2500. Yeah. yeah, it's the extended. I don't think. I think you only get four wheel drive on a 1500. Okay, okay. If I'm correct. Um, but it's it's it pulls my. I got a 10,000 pound camper, and. For me to fit all my family, I had an Escalade before that, and then I had a Suburban, an 8100 Suburban, because, yeah. you know, I can't use a pickup truck with all my kids. Yeah, right. So I used the Suburban, and that totally good, but this van, it's only a six liter, but because it's so tall, it's got the high top, it brings that wind right over the top of the camper. It just tows amazingly, and, you know, they're driving in a lap of luxury. That's my, that's my ride. Hell yeah, that's a like that's it. uh that'd be a pretty cool sight to see. Yeah, now, you were telling me about a '92 Beretta, bro. I had a '92 Beretta. <laughs> yeah, what was uh, it? A, was it a three-one? Yeah, it was. It yeah, was, that's I, what mine was. I got a horrible story about that. It's terrible. Oh yes, <laughs> I, I, I want to hear. My brother had a '95 <laughs> GMC Yukon. Uh-huh. But he was a dummy. He was such an idiot. So it was a ninety-five GMC. He had the five. Thro- it had a five-seven throttle body. Throttle Last body. year, the throttle body. And I was, and I was like sixteen. I'm learning how to work on cars, and I would like take it apart and fix on it, and it, and it ran horrible, and it had a miss. And I took the valve covers off of it, and I put like a push rod in it. it had a bent push rod. And then it, I got it running good. I got it running real good. I put the the uh, 10W40 in it from AutoZone, all that. And I just <laughs> I was learning off off of that truck. And uh, he got tired of the gas. And I would take it out, no license or nothing, and drive it. And I didn't. I learned how to drive on it. <laughs> he got tired of how much fuel it was using because you know gas prices back then were you know 2006, uh, 2006. Yeah, they're expensive. There was fuel was getting expensive. Yes. So he got tired of gas mileage. So guess what he did? Traded it, not title for title for a '92 Beretta. And this truck was clean. I mean, it was relatively clean. It wasn't great, but still worth way more than a '92 Beretta. Yeah, seriously. With 200k and his at like 140, oh, he was so Christ. stupid. Oh my god! Weren't those things known for like something with oil or something, or like burning oil or the Berettas or the yeah or leaking oil or, the, or something with the, the heads? The, the no, it was the heads on the on the 2.3 liter four cylinder. Oh, 2.3 liter. Yeah, oh, they used to crack was, heads. Okay. There That's was Gorilla was. Glue on the intake. Ugh, <laughs> it was horrible when it ran; it what? vibrated like. The guy's like, yeah, there's some gorilla glue. My brother was a dummy. (laughs) He traded. We met up at Eastland Mall. He traded this dude. They were laughing. I'm like, 
dude, when we were race, we were my 92 LeBaron. I had the white LeBaron with the 92 red LeBaron. I had the 3.0. I would. Oh, I love that motor. Yeah, yeah I had that three liter. Uh, it's a Mitsubishi three liter. Yeah, it's a Mitsubishi. I'll be right back. It, it was a proof. drop top. You got to tell him it was a drop top. It was a drop top. It had a red interior. Oh my god! And I fucking would burn him. I would burn him so bad in that Beretta. His, he would his be Beretta so pissed. Would, it would just vibrate. It would just vibrate as he would drive. That's funny. He, I mean, he drove it for a couple for for like six, seven months, and then he had to like give it away for free because it was junk. It was horrible. Yeah. Terrible, terrible situation. Man, oh man, I can't believe he did that. Well, nowadays you could just pull your cat off the car and get five hundred bucks for your freaking cattle converter and junk the car. Yep. Worth more than a car. I think he got like seven hundred bucks for that car. Yeah. Terrible situation, man. Trade for the Beretta. That's funny. Oh, <laughs> your guess too much, man. To go trade it for a Beretta. Dude, I did a paper route in that truck. Filled it with newspapers. The Yukon? Yeah. <laughs> you must have lost money with the gas. Uh <laughs> yeah, I, have to, I had to tell the people at the paper route that my engine blew and I can't do it no more. I was lying. I just didn't want to do it no more because I was losing money on gas. I was gonna say, <laughs> probably cost you money to deliver the paper every morning. Yeah, it did. Oh no, uh, nothing like a fresh ice cold bub. Does anybody out there in TV land let us know in the comment section? My favorite, Sean says it gives him a headache. My favorite. Is a nice cold bubbly. My absolute favorite. I can't do carbonated water. No, no. Yeah, it's something. You know what? They taste. The worst thing too. The worst thing too is when you're dating someone that's like born in Europe, and when we went there, you ask. You have to ask for still water. You do carbonated water, and they give you the wrong stuff. That's funny you said that. I went to Italy. It was the same way. Yep. You got to all there. It was agua natural. If you didn't ask for that, they I give you sparkling water. Yeah, they give you the sparkling thing. water yeah. and like the, the you know five what, dollar though? bill for it too. With the bubbly, oh. I don't know if like the electrolytes. I don't know what they're doing, but it's like it doesn't hydrate at all. Like it just doesn't seem like it hydrates you. Well, if you put alcohol in it, it works better. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, if you, if you <laughs> what, like a truly? Yeah, yeah, something you, like that. If you take that with a little bit of vodka and a lime, it works mm-hmm. really, really well. Vodka. Right, yeah, that's how that's how it's when it starts kicking in. It's yeah. vodka. <laughs> no, bubble do you water. Have, do you guys have snow thing. on the ground, like, like before it started snowing? Like, do you guys currently stacked on the outside right now? Oh, we're stacked. We're, we got, okay, John, me and John are differences here. Because he's done with playing in the snow, and I'm not. Yeah. And, you know, I still got young kids, and I love snowmobiling. It's my absolute favorite sport. So, um, this year is just, I don't even know if I've ever had a year this good. Because we, recently, in the last 15, 20 years, we don't really get a base anymore. You know, we get a good snowfall, it gets warm again, and it melts. Then we get a good snowfall, and it warm, and it melts. Right now, we got... I don't know. What did we get, John, that first big snowfall? Maybe 18 inches? Damn. Right? So we got an 18 inch, yeah. and then it stayed. It stayed cold. And then what did we get? Another five, six inches? Yeah. 
Maybe I'm a little more. Deal with that. We yeah, and then we have Yeah, we haven't gotten feet. that. We got over two feet of compacted snow on the ground. Yeah. Yep. And um, I've been going push back with a loader parking lots because there's no place for snow. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. And I don't I'm like in it, and I'm working in it. <laughs> well, listen, I listen. It sucks working in it at my shop I've never, because I've never seen that. Yeah. When yeah, you know, at our at my shop when you're working on it, and you know, they they love to overdo the calcium chloride on the on the salt. So. Yeah. When that stuff's dripping on you, you know, that doesn't feel that great. Oh, I hate that part of it. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. But as far as playing in it, we got really good. Two nights ago, no, last night, I was out till probably midnight. And we were just, yeah, we went, we, we did a lot of good riding. It was the best ride in a long time. So but can you get on the trails like right from where you are? Or do you got to go oh, yeah. somewhere? No, it's in my backyard, the trails. Oh, no, no kidding. I Vince, took a look Uncle Johnny at said hi. Your... Hey, Vince, you a... Put your head in the hi, camera. Hi. Say hi. Hi. Hi, Vince. <laughs> That's my little boy. He's my 10-year-old. He's my youngest. So, but anyway, yeah, we got some really good snow right now. Good for me. Um, and it's good for anybody that makes money in it because I'll tell you what, when it snows, my shop gets really busy, you know? Oh, the yeah. trucks lined up. Yeah. Yep. You, have, you handle a lot of landscapers. You, you do an incredible amount of work for the size of your shop. I mean, you Yeah. A lot of a lot of vehicles go through that shop. Yeah, we do. We crank we crank out some pretty good work. Um, you know, I got my uh my one employee, Jared. Uh he's just great, man. He's he's been with me forever. I wish I could find another really good employee. I got my nephew working with me, he's a beginner. And we only have a we have a three base shop. And uh but we yeah, we crank them out, man. That's all that Ooh. matters, man. Here's you know what? I was, Pass I was on checking that out trade. your uh, YouTube channel, Vinny, and I saw you taking a, I want to say it was a snowmobile, and I think you like went across a small pond. Oh, yeah, you saw that. That's at my house. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, man, I would have been so scared to do that. Man, geez. <laughs> That's oh, funny. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was in the summer. You know, it was funny. Actually, it was in the summer. It was in the spring, and I was putting my snowmobiles away for the season. And I put a fresh tank of gas in it with stable and all that stuff. And I'm like, man, I got to let this stuff run through the carburetors. It's going to take me forever. I'm like, you know what? If I do a wide open blast across that pond, I'll have fresh gas in them carbs. So I was just like, gone. <laughs> so if you let off the throttle at all, you're going under. Oh, yeah. They don't float. I can tell you that. <laughs> you're going under. Like, you got uh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah you're, the yeah, you're in pure hydroplane. What's your YouTube channel name? Um, <laughs> I think it's just under DiMartino Motorsports, I believe. Is that what it is? Yeah. I'll have to write that down. Yeah. Yeah, check it out. You know what's funny is so many people I tell that to, like, they don't really understand YouTube, how you can go to the channel and watch, watch all the videos, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't post nearly as much as I should. Um, just cause you know, I'm busy, you know, I would oh, love to set up cameras and cause I do a lot of interesting stuff too. And I'm just like, you know, I don't got time, you know, you're, you got customers waiting, you're working, you're like, I gotta get this thing in and out, you know, yeah, I, I don't know how you do it, Aaron. I don't know how you, how you film at the dealership while you work. Yeah. Like, some guys are just really good at it. Yeah. yeah. It's tough, man. It's, uh, so prioritizing. Sean, I mean, I've seen DS. He works with a camera. I don't know how he does it. Yeah. It's it's hard. You just practice and slowly yep. 
I know. Better. I could probably do way better on my YouTube channel if I did stuff like that. But like I said, when I get into especially a diagnostic mode, I know. Um, I block everyone out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get my wiring schematic. I do what I got to do. And I don't listen to anybody. You know, I'm like, even my secretary, which is my cousin, or Jared, I'm like, you know, don't talk to me right now because I'm freaking. You, you, you've kind of got to look at it like it's work. Yeah. You got to, um, you got to take it as work. Because yeah. like, no, I get it. Yep. Yeah. You got to yeah, accept it, it, that it is work. It's not free. It's like. No, I know. It's not free. That's 100%. No. But, but I think if Vinny pumped out videos like DS Trucks does, he'd probably have like a million subs by now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny too is when I wanted to start with YouTube, it was actually Johnny who got me going because he was like, you know, you know, I got a couple videos up and, uh, you know, there was a draft videos, right, John? Yeah. <laughs> He did a couple of giraffe videos. He's like, they're getting so much response. And I'm like, all right, how do you get monetized? You know, he's like, uh, so then I looked into it and I'm like, all right, you need a thousand, thousand uh, subscribers and you need, I don't remember how many watched minutes it was. Like yeah, a thousand yeah. viewer hours, whatever it was. So I'm like, okay, let me try. So I had a good following on my Martino Motorsports Facebook page. I think I had maybe 50 or 60,000 followers. So I'm like, you know what? Damn. So I posted on that. I said, everybody follow my YouTube channel. I need some help. I want to get monetized. And within like 10 minutes, I had like 5,000 subscribers. So I'm like, oh, oh cool. I got wow. that done. That's awesome. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. That was easy. So now I got to get the watch minutes. So I started posting some videos. And I'm like, man, this is going to take forever. That's a lot of watch minutes, you know? It so takes no time. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let me do some videos about, you know, uh, working with the guys. And as soon as I did that, like a couple of them went viral and I totally missed out on all that because it took me literally like once you get your watch minutes, YouTube has to review you. And it and, takes forever. Yeah. Oh, it took forever. It took like six months. Yeah. And I got like, I got a couple viral videos that went like 2.5 million views uh, and I missed out on all that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on a mono, well, you know, it's, it's yeah, it's a lot of money, but it's not like, no, it's no, I know it's not. No, no it's not. But, but it was like, oh, man. So, you know, and then I just, I was like, all right, whatever. So that they don't happen. I mean, for us, I mean, they, they don't happen all the time. So it's oh, no, it don't, it don't happen for all the time for me either. Oh. Um, I think I got like two of them that got over a million views. And I got a couple that, that I got 500,000. That, uh, that does make you lose a little momentum, though, for sure. If they're like, yeah. you know, yeah. like, come on, YouTube. I know it does. And, then, you know, most of my videos I do, you know, I'll get whatever you know, 25k, 30k, you know, um, because I, I don't, I don't keep up on it much. You know what I mean? I don't really, you're too busy. Yeah, I am. And then if I'm not busy at work, I'm busy at home, you know, mm -hmm. there's, there's, a, there's definitely, there's definitely an opportunity cost. If you put time and interest into YouTube, like financially speaking, you make more money not doing YouTube. Right. Yeah. You're, you're probably right. Yeah. yeah. Unless you get real big. But right. Exactly. You know, you don't know if you're gonna get real big. It's right. a risk. It's a risk. It's Dude, a risk. The, you the, with crazy. everything. I think, I, I think you have to do it for the love and not the money. That's a hundred percent. I was just gonna say that too. Yes, yeah. if you, you love do doing it, yep, then the money will follow, and that's yep. great. Yep. But yes, I, I, I was I like looking filming. At, I did it because I wanted to do it. You know. Yeah, yeah if you're forcing yourself, was yeah, it's not worth it. 
I was right looking there. at like highest paid YouTubers of 2020. Oh my God. You see some of them guys. Isn't that crazy? Maybe the, yeah. the person that pulled in the most money is like a nine or 10 year old. Yes. Kid. The toy reviewer kid. Oh. Toy reviewer. Pulls yeah. in you mean the dude that I just watched? Million dollars a year. My, yeah, my right? daughter watches that all the time. Yeah. yeah my kids watch that. This kid <laughs> makes over $5 million a year. <laughs> <laughs> that's my son chiming in because you know what he watches like these gamers that put youtube videos up of just them just playing games yeah I'm, are... I'm guilty of watching that stuff though yeah well there you go and you see how many views they get I they're know. like a week in and they got like three million views i mean see, there's that's... people there's people that put some really creative like stuff that like they that just have good personalities. Like, they um, do there's... goofy shit. Like side by side blog had some thirty inch tall saw blades that they put on a razor, and they went ripping out on the ice with it to see if it would work. And it's like, or you know, whistling diesel, the whole diesel community and truck guys know him, and he just destroys stuff. And it's like you can kind right. of live your life through other people's experiences that they're doing. You're like, yeah, you know, I've always wanted to do that. I'll watch someone else do it at right. their own expense. Yeah, yeah. There's some, I tell you what, there's some really smart guys out there doing stuff too, like engineers. Yeah. I watch a lot of engineers. I'm, I'm really big into that. I love the manufacturing oh, what, part. What, in, what engineers do you watch? Um, Vince, what's the guy we watch that builds all those uh, squirrel traps and all that? What's his name? Oh, Mark Rover. Yeah. This guy is, is such an intelligent engineer. It's ridiculous. And yeah. I, I really like that stuff. And I love that the most about what I did at Orange County was the, you know, the, the research and design part of it. And uh, these guys are just like the amount of work they put into these things. There's no way YouTube can be paying off for the amount of work they do. Yeah, and they're right, just, right. they're incredible. Yeah. This guy walked 800 miles up and down his stairs. Thinking? thinking? Yes. Thinking dad. <laughs> it took him like a month to complete this project. <laughs> That's doing. funny. And you you always give everything a lot of thought when you engineered a product or a part or you were on a CNC machine. And uh, yeah, you always built a lot of really cool things that, were, that nobody else really built, you know? Yeah, that was definitely the funnest part. When I started my own business in 2007, um, you know, unfortunately, I don't want to say unfortunately, but everything I, I have is self-taught. As far as like uh you know the machining part of it and the water jet and all that stuff, um, so it was not you know I, w I wish I could have had a mentor or learned off somebody with you know and absorbed their experience, but I I couldn't do that, so I kind of self taught myself. But um, with doing that though, you know you kind of you get very creative, and oh, yeah. you know once I started doing that, it was just that was just it was so cool because. The trial and error portion of it is just absolutely amazing because you can break stuff and screw stuff up, but the amount that you learn from your mistakes is like you can't you can't buy that kind of education, you know? Yeah, true that, true that. No, it's nice to have like someone show you the right way to do it. Absolutely, because yeah, the ten times that you do it wrong sucks. But sometimes you know it's does. better. Sometimes trial by fire is ten times better because you'll learn. Right, the amount that you learn. You know, yep. you know why you do it a certain way now of like, right. oh, this is why they do it that way. Instead of you finding out mm -hmm. and you're like, you know, an expert and it happens. Oh. And you're like, well, yeah. You, you know hell? what's weird? You know what's weird, though? 
have you ever talked to like an engineer that on paper he's an engineer but in reality he doesn't really like have no, that sh- Jimmy yeah, Siddeley. You're talking about the people that develop bars? I yeah. was going to say, have you seen Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. <laughs> no common sense. Have you yeah. seen where some of these bolts are? Like, what? I know. Literally, what the fuck? How am I, I know. supposed to do that? Well, here's the thing. My mechanic gets so mad at this stuff, and he takes the stuff to heart and all the time, and I always tell him, yeah. I built stuff. Do you know how much extra work it is to make oh. things easy to work on? It's so you know, much harder. It's so much harder. So it's just, it's why it doesn't happen. You know what I mean? I never looked at it like that. It is. It's very hard to make things easy to work on. It well, definitely yeah, I is. Don't make I mean, stuff, Aaron, so, think about right. this. I never really thought about like, that. Think about well, our def- biggest. Definitely. Think about our biggest pain in the you know whatever, whatever it is to get to. If it's like right, pulling the cab on a Ford. Yeah. So like, right? if it's if it's easy, like a stamped. Gravy part and it's like oh i wish they would have moved this bolt a little bit more this way how many millions of dollars in tooling do they have to spend just to make it a little bit right for us i know well i think there's a big dichotomy there when you have like one side okay we need it to be easier to work on then you have the other side where we need the most features we need the most horsepower the most torque and we got to do it quick you know if it was easy to work on it'd be gutless There'd be no new technology. It'd be like it'd be uh, very boring. Yeah. No, but I was I was getting angry at this F seven. Well, six fifty seven fifties blower motor I had to do yesterday because like you guys could have just moved this tab a little bit further this way. Oh, I could get man. that bolt out so easy instead of busting my knuckles to get a little seven millimeter screw out. Oh. Okay. Well, let me ask you this though: Who here has seen when they put now they put a lot of little funnel kind of channels when you pull an oil filter off so you don't they don't leak all over the place yeah you ever, any guys come across them my oh, 50 yeah. had one okay so a dodge likes to do that only on some of their vehicles um but when they do it they don't quite make it work right so yeah, they, they went through the engineering of it and then you pull the filter and it still leaks on the other side of it that to me you can't get any stupider than that because if you're gonna put you're gonna put the engineering into it, make it work, you know. And they've got to make them. They've got to mass produce them. So I guess that's why they're harder to work on too. They're some easy of to build, Ford's hard to work trucks. On. When you go to change the oil, whether it's like a six two or a V ten or a three five, it's like I think on some of the six eights, the drain, like the the whole points straight at the radius arm. Oh, I know. <laughs> and then it hits yeah, that, and it yeah. sprays everywhere. Or like what, what, one fifty, you go to drain it, and it's like there's a there's a freaking stabilizer bar right there that it's going to spray on. What is this? So they've, they've got to put that engine in so many different vehicles. Yeah, they... absolutely. Well, I think there was even a Dodge I once worked on that I had to take a cross member out to get the drain plug out. What? Yeah, that's crazy. I haven't crossed cross that. Hey, John, I'm plowing right now. And I will say, like, I switched my plow controller over to my left hand. Yeah, how is it? It's way better, I think. It is, right? My first year doing this. Yeah, it's way better, right? Oh, it's not on your shift hand. No, yeah, it's out of my shift hand, and I'm able to shift. So you shift and drive with the right, and you plow with the left. Yeah. Yeah, it's so much better, isn't it? Is that how you do it? Yeah, I like it better that way. I don't think I've ever done it that way. I thought it'd be hard for me to learn. No, not at all. What do you do, Ryan? 10 minutes. 
I shift and uh, control a plow with the same hand. Right, that's what I've always done too. Okay. I've changed I put, that. I like wrap the. I put the like the boss controller. You got the little uh, Velcro strap. I just put it in my hand and just shift while I do it. Right. You guys need to be sticking your arm through the steering wheel and grabbing the shifter. So, so before what I would do that's is I, I would do. have it. I would have it in my right hand, the controller, and then when I would need to shift, I could just reach over like this, in my left hand, and bop. Boom! It's not. It don't take long. It's easy. I can do it quick. I always put it with the same hand that I was holding the controller. Hmm. But like what this. Driving, Vinny? What's that? You know what he's plowing with? What? A brand new 2020 450 pickup. Oh, yeah? Yeah, with a with a Fisher 810 on it, like the like the, the Blizzard version, and a, a spreader like mine, but bigger, the salt well, two-yard spreader. Okay, that's, that's got to move truck. some snow, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, that's great. Yeah. It's a beautiful truck. It's a, I think it's a Lariat trim level, right, Sean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of the few trucks, they still put grease fittings on everything. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. They, I, I believe they put even, they still put the grease fittings on the upper and lower ball joints, front U joints. Yep. All that stuff. If you go to a 350, only the front U joints got them. Here, here oh, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here go, right. Here what? go DS's truck right here. What are you looking at? DS's truck, man. I drove oh, okay. your favorite yeah. ship. Oh, okay. Yeah, right there. Yeah, I got one customer with a 450. Oh, look, here goes his video. Oh. A lot of guys are warning me. Oh, we can me critique about... his uh, plowing. No, I already, guys... I already critiqued him the other night, telling him how much quicker he could do his work if he had a back blade. Oh, that's Ooh. a question. Do you guys run black back blades out east? No, but it, no. It's, I wish they did. Yeah. If I, if I was still doing my own business, I would have one right now. I'd have a 16-foot back blade. On one a one-ton single-wheel truck. One of the Ebling ones? Yep. I'd have it on a one-ton single-wheel, oh. four-wheel drive. So those guys are basically just down the road from us, and damn near every plow company um, runs Ebling back blades, all the landscape companies. And yep. oh, yeah, they're actually yeah, one of our customers, company. too. And they have a 99.73 and an 0.56 liter. And I don't know how they do this but those things all around they look like they just came off the showroom floor like the interiors are immaculate paint there, there's certain people like that yep like very low mileage like that. yep the, me too 10 year old trucks you're, look like brand new you're like how do you do that i, know. <laughs> I want that i know i think i think if like for what i'm plowing right now a black a back blade would be cool but well, I, it, it wouldn't make sense. I don't have big enough accounts. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm a little ignorant to the back blade. So how does matter. the back blade work? It doesn't matter. That's the it's, beauty it, of it. It, it does matter because my lots are small and the crown in all these lots is too much crown for a big back blade. Dude, it's not you're getting scrape too worried shit. about the crown. And scrape. No, yeah, I'm is already... there company, um, Short Iron Fabrication or something that makes them too? Yeah, yeah Short, Short Iron, Iron makes them. Yeah. There's yeah. A, um, there was a company out of muskegon um you're familiar with you know west michigan they make a it's called snow power but i heard he just sold to the boss, boss right yeah right and he has one that goes in on a fifth wheel plate so you don't have to have a specialized hitch for like the ebling or the bnb or the short iron ones and his wings go 182 yeah so you can have it boxed in you can have it straight 16 or you can flip it the other way and you can go like full-on you know, stack so command reverse. reverse. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised at how 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 good those things are holding up plowing reverse. 
they, I, don't think they were meant, I don't think they were meant for the transmissions to work like that, you know? No, and that's kind of one thing I've always been hesitant about because one of the guys that I worked for had one, and I looked at his trans fluid after he plowed with it for a winter, and oof. When I was in uh, transmission yeah. school, they meant, they talked about uh, reverse as having extra holding power by default. Just like low, they called it the low and reverse servo. So it would hold just like first. It has, it has pressure to not be an issue right. for usage. Well, it's not the pressure thing. It's the heat thing. Yeah. Also, the well, planetary not- gear set. It depends on the planetary gear set design. It could really hard on the planetary gear set. Yeah, like the old Turbo 400s or the yeah. 4L80s had a very weak reverse. Oh, yeah. I have yeah, a 4L60. But they should already yeah. assume that you're going to be doing heavy-duty stuff in reverse. I know. They like should. You're going to be moving a trailer or whatever in reverse. Yeah, but you're not going to be going 40 across the parking lot and slamming it back in the drive. Well, you shouldn't be going 40, though, right? If you're Well, I'm like, just saying, if you're trying to make money, you're going fast. Yeah, that's right. No, you're not. I mean, what are you you talking about going fast? Like, how fast are you going? Dude, I no joke. When I was plowing, I would get going like 30 in reverse. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crank across the parking lot. (laughs) Crank, and then you just throw it into neutral and put your foot on the brake, and you'd slide another 100 feet (laughs) until you hit a snow pile. (laughs) Then you'd dump it and drive and just mat it. (laughs) Mat it. (laughs) Well, I've never, you know, I've already plowing. I've never plowed with anyone else's equipment, so I wouldn't have. I'm going to go reverse right now real quick and see how fast I can go reverse. Redline. Three, Red, two, right, one. Mat it. Just mat it. Three, mat it. it. To the floor. <laughs> Just put it to the, put her to the wood. Oh, yeah, yeah now it's about four thirty years, right? It's taking off. <laughs> Maybe like 15, and then I'm kind of like a little bit nervous. I guess he's oh, going to be I'm driving out to Grand Rapids. He can pull the trans. You can get going pretty quick. Yeah, I don't really – I like it. When my blade's on the ground, I'm never going over, like, 15 miles an hour. If I'm doing a street, maybe really? 20. Maybe Ryan, 20 how, if I, Ryan, how if fast I know the plow? street. Only if I know the street. I go pretty easy on my stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm not, the, I'm not that guy. Yeah, I, that's like – I do that in someone's driveway. If we're doing, like, roads, because like <laughs> the guy that I do side work for um, – yeah, he does a lot of like private drives and stuff. Dude, he'll launch snow halfway into someone's yard. He's going so fast. But it's I, the only I way I learned you can my lesson one time. Yeah, crump, crump open a frame when you when you hit a curb through a snowdrift. Oh, you'll never do it again. Oh, no, I don't even have to do that to even to know better. Hopefully, it's just an a frame, not a yeah, car frame that, or a truck frame. That never Ooh. feels good or a manhole. One of them. I mean, didn't you have a couple of forge, um, that bent the frame on the right side? Remember that? They would rub through the brake line. Remember that? What? Yep. Remind yeah. me of that. In your old shop in Newburgh. Uh-huh. You had a couple of trucks come in. It would eat through the front brake line on a pasture side because it bent the frame just on that side. Remember? One of them was... Plow, um, plow trucks. Yes, plow trucks. The Coil Spring Super Duties, 05 in Newark. You had two of them in your shop with bent frames on the right side from guys hitting stuff. You know, I don't, I'll be honest with you. I work on a lot of trucks. I don't even remember I, that. I worked on one with you. I remember working on one of them. You the probably did. Side. And um, I never, it was. Um, I'm not doubting you one bit. I think there's a trans heat exchanger just on the outside or inside of the frame. There is. Yeah, the filters it, they, on the they, they have that little uh, filter. Yeah. They have like well, an inline paper, filter. Toilet yeah. paper roll. Yep, yeah. exactly. The one yep. that if you haven't changed by now, just don't even try. Yeah, because, yeah. 
and the one that you can't buy the fittings for unless you buy the whole housing. Yep. Uh -huh. Yeah, I used to buy them housings just to get the fittings. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, now I, I don't remember that, John, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. I can tell you that. They both had Fisher plows on them. One was... Um, it was probably 84 Landscaping, probably uh, Jose. One of them, yes, one of them was. Yep. Yep. And um, I never, never one of them, it had rubbed through the brake line, and you had to put a brake line on it. And you actually routed it differently because the frame was bent a little bit. Right. Um, yeah, it very well could have been. That was the old shop. That was like 2014. Yeah. Yeah. I will oh. say this, guys, about the Fisher plows. They are great. They plow good. They scrape good. I'm not a huge fan of how they stack. That, Sean, that, the expanding plows don't stack that good, Sean. Well, my whiteout did. My western whiteout. That yeah, I that, that, that's this. the lightest of those plows. Um, I was going to say, was your western off of a chain or was the hydraulics connected both, to the Both of them are the chain. chain. I, I think it might just chain. be how you had your chain adjusted, too. The Western would like, when you hit the pile with the Western, it goes up the pile. Mm. When you hit the pile with the Fisher, it tries to go through the pile. That's because the Fisher's a bottom trip. Yeah, I think that's right. what it is. Well, it that's is. good. You don't want to stack snow. You want to push it out. Otherwise, Should've you don't have anywhere to put it. Uh, I don't know. It seems like if you like, it, for as far as being efficient, when you like naturally just stack the snow. Shots fired. Seems like it goes up quicker. Where well, I'm talking? saying like future when you get a giant dump and you're losing parking space i yeah, always carry not, snow no, like as far dude, into when there's a as pile of snow i i can't push a pile of snow man what do you think I, if it's hardened i'm just gonna push it i'm saying I'm gonna, in future your first snow like kind of drive into the yard if you have to and put it way back there yeah right. lift it lift it up like yeah 100 the grass and, and keep going i right. my right. my favorite plows are blizzards, which are now snow axes. Yep, those exactly. are my, I love those things. Yeah, John loves them. I do. They're far and away. I've used blizzard snow X, the Fisher XLS, and the whiteout. None of the, the Fisher and Western do not compare it to the snow X and blizzard. What do you like? So the, do you like the, the snow X is the one with the down, or do you like the, the power pressure. plow better? I like the power plow better. Nice. The speed is nice too, though. Are you talking about the snow X with down pressure? Like similar to mine, but it has actual down pressure. So get this, John. The guy that I um, worked for for a while, landscaping, he has a 8611 for his skid steer. Something went wrong with that power plow. Snowax doesn't make a skid steer style power plow anymore. So he had to go to a Snowax dealer, got a speed wing for it, yep. went to Ebling. Emily made up the hoses and the skid steer plate for it. Now they're in talks with Snow X to make them. Oh, nice. A power plow skid steer one. Damn. Yeah, time. Well, no, so when you, when you, power plow. When you say, 611, low pro on my pickup. When you say power plow, which plow is that? Is that the expanding wing one from Snow yeah. X? Yeah. And that on equipment or skid steers, small trucks, whatever, is deadly because you can just especially on like a piece of equipment. If you're going to back drag something, you can pop your wings out as far as they can go, pull it back, then scoop and stack. It's awesome. Scoop and stack. Well, I think the only ones that I saw for the skids were like the prodigy style ones where they're like automatic, but for whatever yeah. reason, they didn't have wide outs for skids. No, the so. you you can be a lot faster with the, 
um, spring actuated wings that just dump the yes. wing and it wind rolls it because you don't have to sit there and push buttons all the time. Yeah. Do you find that the cutting edges wear out really bad on the leading edge though on those? Oh yeah. Yeah. For him, eat, I'm doing eat, eat I'm the do wing edges. Yeah, I'm doing cutting edges for him at least. He gets like maybe a season and a half, two seasons out of them. Have you put the winter's extenders on them yet? No. Try a set. He just goes with the Snow X, whatever, you know, whatever he can get from them. Yeah. But go on Winter's website and put the extenders on one set. Just try one set. Just tack all them on. You, you'll be amazed. I have to tell Night him about day. that. Like, Night especially day. on his Duramax, because he uses that to do all the roads. And then same yeah. with his, um, he's got like a, his dually that he's got, he, I swear to God, he put a medium duty truck, V-bottom Snow X Salter on this 3,500 <laughs> dually. And it looks like it's going to tip over all the time. <laughs> But no, he goes through cutting edges real quick on those trucks because those are the ones doing roads and yeah. Well, the speed wings eat the wing edges, you know. Yeah, just by design. Sure do. TS, are you still in the parking lot? Or are you on the main road? I'm on the main road now. Oh, shoot, man! I'm done. Oh, good one. This is a good one. I like this one. I've been done for a while. I finished the whole deal in like four hours, and like right when you guys turned on, turn, we turned it on. That was like the last part, and it was that 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 was like a huge waste of time. It's like that drive, but other than that, we were getting after it. Four fifty, rocking it. Yeah, I could do in the tool cat with the power plow. I could get through a few hundred. We turned on some force stuff yards. on DS trucks today. Oh, ooh, yeah, we did. Ooh, la, la. Dude, all night, getting out. No honking. I'm telling you. No so honking much better. Night. Yeah. No more chimes. Did you use force scan, Sean? Uh, PTT did it for me. Yeah. Oh, nice. Dude, speaking of honking in the night, when I was plowing last weekend in the skid steer, I kept going to hit. It's like one of the aux hydraulic lines, the button for it is right next to the horn. So every time I'd go to hit it, or no, it was for the, what was it for? It was for the speed control. Every time I'd go to hit it, to put it in rabbit mode, I'd be honking in people's driveways. The hell's this guy doing? Yeah, waking people up at like two or three in the morning. He's that guy. Good stuff. Did you add your hitting steering wheel yet? No, I actually, uh, I haven't, uh, it's on looking at my list right now. Uh, yeah. it's on my list. I talk about being busy. It's, uh, it's on my docket. I'm yeah. excited to do it. Cause it's, uh, something I, I want to do. I'm excited about it. Just even though the leather quality on the steering wheel is not the same. You can see it right there. That's my box. It is not the same leather quality as uh, the one I currently have now. So that's definitely a plus. I'm excited right. about it. Even um, steering wheels kick ass. Hell yeah, it uh, does. Man. Listen, I, I never owned a vehicle with one. But like when I test drive people's car with them, I'm like, I don't care about heated seats or anything like that. I want a heated steering wheel. Hell yeah. I do. Because my hands are the only thing that gets cold on me. Like, you you know, got I got my new truck, man. I, I'm telling you. I've never had a heated steering wheel ever in my life. And I'm like, I bought the 
the Lariat trim level to get the heated steering wheel yeah. and LED headlights. Does your Corolla have a heated steering wheel? No. No. I put a heated seat in it, but not the steering wheel, no. I can put it in. It's just expensive. The wheel from yeah. Toyota is almost a thousand bucks. What? Yes. Or a four yeah, forget that. Four I'll buy a pair of gloves. Uh, Vin, I think you can make something up for him, probably, right? Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, just, <laughs> just get a bunch of I was going to uh, do it, but it's too much money. Yeah, I figured it out. Good, it would have been a good video, too. I that always thought be. that like heated grips on snowmobiles were stupid until I had them. Yeah, right. Never going back. Oh, I love them, man. I so I let I let my sled warm up for like three or four minutes, five minutes, just to just to get the grips warm. <laughs> I do. When last time I was riding that thing in like tits deep snow in Montana, one of them went out, and I thought I was gonna cry. I think I ended up riding it back with like my hand in my pocket, my right hand on the one with the throttle. That yeah, because yeah, you prepare yourself as having like I wear thin gloves because I want comfort because I know my grips are warm. You know, if one of them failed, I'd be screwed. I was was very upset. Yeah, I very upset. Well, boys, I think this might be a good time to end it. I know we got some snower plowers and salters that are going to have to do some work tomorrow. Um, I want to thank Mr. Vinny and John, <clears throat> excuse me, for joining us uh, this evening or this morning for those of you that are watching at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, every Sunday. Uh, thanks to Matt DS Reeland. And again, uh, make sure to check us out on the available podcast app so that you guys can hear what we have to say, what we're chatting about, and uh, just keeping it real. We'll put the link to all of our social medias. And if you want to get on the podcast, make sure to check my email that's here or here, and I will get you in the queue. Thanks so much for watching, everybody, and listening. We will catch you all next time. See you.